This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And BetMGM customers, log in at any point this weekend to claim your bonus bet on the house. Players will receive a bonus bet when they log into their account at any point this weekend. You have 72 hours to claim your bonus bet and then another 72 hours to use your bonus bet. All eligible players will be awarded a bonus bet of a predetermined value. Bonus bets will be awarded in all live states except New York and Nevada. All right, guys. So we've had various guests on over these last few weeks. We've looked at divisions. We've looked at fantasy insights. We have done a lot of research and a lot of homework already when it comes to this NFL offseason. And I don't know about you guys, but I think that research has really come in handy because I had some priors, say around March, April, that I would like to revise here. And so, Joe, I'll start with you. Is there something in all of this homework that we've done where you've reconsidered something that you thought initially when the offseason began? Hmm. No, and I I don't have any uh, shocking revelation here. It's just <laughs> what I find most interesting is just how teams are handling the quarterback position. That there are some that are are that that believe it's going to be you got to tank and we're going to lose a lot this year and that's how we're going to get our quarterback of the future we saw the bears do it but then that's not how they handled the number one pick it was carolina jumping up and getting their quarterback of the future and then there are teams like the jets that feel like okay we've got this young base let's bring in that veteran quarterback and he can bring all of his buddies in and we're going to win that way and then there's also teams like the Seahawks that, okay, we think we've turned a corner with Geno Smith, and we're going to buy into what we saw. I don't care about the New York years. I don't care about his struggles early on. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer than expected. It, the, the one standout to me, and nobody really knows, right? It's just there's a lot of luck involved. But evaluating the quarterback – remains such a mystery that teams are throwing out all sorts of assets, whether it be cash, whether it be draft picks, whether it be they think they built something from within, that they've developed the quarterback themselves. Um, everyone's still guessing. And, and that's it. Like uh, The biggest position in all of sports, nobody knows. There isn't any one correct path. There are still in 2023 so many uh, just opinions that are all over the board on this. And that's been my one big takeaway this offseason as we've seen so much quarterback movement. I love it. Mine's kind of on the heels of that because it is quarterback related. But I've come around on the Packers. You know, Jordan Love 
sitting around for three years watching Aaron Rodgers, like maybe this will pay off and be beneficial. I mean, we saw Aaron Rodgers sit on the sideline, uh, you know, at the beginning of his career, and it was beneficial. Now I'm sure when you're the one holding the clipboard, it's not an enjoyable experience. You want to be out there. (laughs) But I think as difficult as that was, he's been able to sit back and learn and maybe – the Packers will be better than many people are thinking. Uh, So that's one thing that I've come around on that I'm interested to keep my eye out for. The other is in terms of uh, Justin Fields, like just how much is he going to continue to improve? And could he be like the next Jalen Hurts? Those are just two quarterbacks that I have really come around to thinking, gosh, these teams could be a lot better than people are expecting. Kind of piggybacking off of that idea, Aaron. First off, when it comes to the Packers, I agree with you in part because I think Matt LaFleur is really underrated. Really good. One of the reasons mm-hmm. why Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back MVPs and why that offense clicked is because LaFleur was helping design those offensive play schemes. I look at that and go, Jordan Love is in a great position to succeed. Maybe he will, maybe he won't, but at least he has a chance to. And you can't always say that about young quarterbacks. And so in that respect, I do think if you want to bet on Packers to make the playoffs, you may find some good value there. At the same time, I do wonder if, say, I'm updating priors, maybe I've been a little too harsh on the Detroit Lions. It is possible that the Lions could just run away with this division. And look, I'm not saying that the division is awful, But it's possible the Lions are just that much better than everyone else because Jordan Love is an unknown commodity who may play well. Justin Fields Mm -hmm. may play well. But I do wonder if maybe I'm souring a little bit on the value for both teams to win win the division. You know, the Vikings would be another one where even though I think we're all in agreement to fade them in some way – they're not going to be terrible. They're not going to be a complete disaster uh, because you have Justin Jefferson. And if you have that and at least a competent quarterback, then you're going to be at minimum okay. But I look at this, and if you look at, say, the makeup of Super Bowl teams over the years, especially in recent memory, you need to have an outstanding passing attack. And when I look at, say, EPA per dropback last season, Jared Goff was fourth among qualified quarterbacks. I look at that and say, this passing attack is more than capable enough to run away with the NFC North show. Mm, I know. It's, that's why I, I asked Charge that very question, because he's closer to it. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, what is the opinion up there in Minnesota on this team? Because sometimes we, go, we do go too far. And if everybody's saying the same thing for a calendar year, come on, there isn't any room for us to be wrong. Like we're, we're all call, everyone's calling the Vikings fade, Vikings fade. Well, it's also arguably the worst division or one of, I shouldn't say that, the NFC South exists, the, the AFC uh, outside the Jaguars, their division exists. Uh, but, you know, it's, there's just a lack of talent and there are a couple of rebuilding teams and, yeah, I I wonder about that too. I really do. Like, how bad could they possibly be? I know the defense was terrible last year, and they still won. And they still won 13 times. So can it possibly be that bad as they're turning things around and they're adding more weapons to that offense? I don't I don't know 
uh, that it can be. One other thing that has stood out, and it's something we all know, and, and another thing that we, we talked about charts because that's been this, the takeaway with average draft position, fan, early fantasy drafts to him was about running backs. And the league is finally catching on. Like, yeah, yeah, we can move on from Zeke. It's okay. We can move on from Dalvin Cook. Say goodbye to Leonard Fournette. You know, the, the amount of running backs that are changing positions and nobody's overreacting for the most part. You know, there were some people, oh my God, Delvin Cook, how do you get rid of him? Yeah, but I think we're all smarter than that. Uh, for the most part, people are like, yeah, it's time and you don't want to overpay that position. I'll overpay quarterback, wide receiver one, pass rusher, offensive line. I'll do that. But we're all now smart enough to, to understand that, no, the gap between RB1 and RB2 in most cases isn't all that much. It's a great point, which also leads into what do the Giants do with Saquon? You know, because it seems like they're going to have to pay mm -hmm. him and they need him, right? And so does that mean, how, where are we at on the Giants overall? <laughs> Oh, I'm fading the Giants. Absolutely. Yeah. Whether it's the, the fantasy football exercise uh, that, that I did the, the last several days, whether it's just analyzing the rest of the division, the Giants having to play the Eagles and Cowboys twice, that's pretty tough mm -hmm. as it is. And, you know, if, if we want to believe that maybe the, the quarterback situation in Washington is a little better than we might realize, <laughs> that also matters a great deal. So I, I think fading the Giants is a more than appropriate situation. And look, you have good head coaches in the NFL who have bad records or poor seasons or something like that. That happens. What doesn't happen is the best of the best, the Bill Belichicks of the world, the Andy Reeds of the world. They don't have, say, like 4-12, and 4-13 and 13 seasons. That tends not to happen. Uh, but if you have someone who's still quite good, still, you're going to have a bad year every now and again as you sort of regroup and figure out what the direction of the franchise is going forward. Talk about the Vikings. Like, they've done a lot of really good things this offseason. You like the moves they've made. It's, not, it's nothing critical. It's just they are going to be off to a shaky start because it's going to take them a little bit, uh, you know, with the Kirk Cousins contract and, you know, certain positions being bereft of talent. It is something that's going to require them to take some time to get going. That's fine. But you just love the direction of the franchise, and it's not bad to start thinking about 2024, 2025 futures and backing them then. Don't tell anyone, but the Commanders finished one game behind the Giants last year. It doesn't, the way we talk about those teams, it doesn't feel like that at all. And if the mm -hmm. Commanders got better in any way, I'm with you. It felt like everything was falling right for the Giants. And then the commander sells us out of their last place. Well, they were they had a 500 year. They're not that bad. If they got a little bit better, I can absolutely see them leapfrogging the Giants this season. I agree. I think the biggest question mark, and I find it interesting that the books don't have any Sam Howell props listed so it's like is, do they think there's going to be some type of quarterback controversy here I have no idea I find that a little interesting but maybe I'm looking too far into that but everything I've heard about Sam Howell is that he is going to be really good and I love Jahan Dotson 
Of course, we all know about Terry McLaurin. Chase Young is back. That defense is really good. So I definitely think I think I'm higher on the commanders than the Giants for sure. If you're power ranking quarterbacks in that division, Aaron, maybe it with Sam Howell, it's a little bit challenging. But if you're power ranking wide receiver cores, Washington's yeah. not in last place in that division, right? Correct. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, think Jahan Dotson, it, things could really open up for him this season with mm-hmm. more focus on Terry McLaurin. If you're power ranking offensive coordinators in that division, where does Eric Bieniemy fall? He's certainly not in the last place. He might even be number one. Like, there are plenty of reasons to back Washington here. What are okay? Yeah, it's it's tough to make an argument for division, but to make the playoffs in a soft NFC, they're plus three ten at BetMGM. Ooh, I like that. Mm. Pressure on, mm. Riverboat Ron. You got to make the playoffs this year, right? In that conference? Okay. Yeah. All right, let's count this up. So we've got three wild card spots. I think this is a really good exercise. Okay, so you've got three wild card spots. Um, okay, even though, you know, we as a show are fading the 49ers, are they going to make the playoffs? Maybe. Are they going to win the division? I don't think so, but there's certainly a case to be made for that. Seattle is also really good. NFC North, it may only be one team, maybe a second team uh, making the playoffs. The NFC South, only one team is making it out of that division. Uh, The loser between the Eagles and Cowboys will probably make it. So how many wildcard teams have I brought up here? Like two or three reliable ones? Why can't Washington make that? Yeah. It would probably just have to be injuries at the quarterback position or something like that, you know, and they, and they just struggle there without having that position really solidified. That would be the only risk, right? Mm -hmm. The only, the only team that has a lower win total is the Cardinals. That's crazy. Is this a, is this a commander show? I don't know if I can deal with this. Jake Fromm. <laughs> I was about to ask that question. <laughs> Sounds a whole lot like we're a commander show. I don't know. Are you on board, Paul, or, or, or are we talking crazy here? Uh, can we I still like do Chase it. Young comeback player of the year again? Is that still oh. on the table? Oh, God, <laughs> he bet it last, last year. <laughs> I mean, there is – I definitely see the case for regression Defensive in the positive player direction. Of the I mean, kind of – you don't know what you have in Sam Howell, though. Um, the enemy, sure. I, I don't know. Do you want to go? It does feel like it's getting real stale with Ron there, but yeah, I don't know. I, I gotta look. But that's you what you guys take your vacation. I'm gonna look at it a little closer. But I <laughs> yeah, I am too. I think that even if it's gotten stale with Ron, the pressure's on. You've got a new OC change at quarterback. This is it, right? They got to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, if they what, don't, then they're cleaning house. Schedule? We go like a team to start 5-0. and We've got His favorite Cardinals. Yeah. Broncos in Denver. I know Joe's pretty high, higher on the Broncos. Bills at home. They beat the Bills at home, which, by the way, the Bills, they're beatable. That is going to be the whoa moment for everyone. I guess seven-point mm-hmm. dogs? Give me the commanders. Oh, sure. Higher. Love it. 
Chase getting yeah. after Josh Allen. Oh, boy. That one. would be fun. Comeback. <laughs> Against. Demar Hamlin doesn't matter in that not conversation. not Hamlin. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> This is Beck Wall Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our 90s drafts continue with 90s movies right here on the Beck Wall Network.